Hey guys, the show is about ready to start, but really quick, I wanted to grab your attention, tell you to have a pencil and paper ready. I have some very important information you're going to want to stick around for after the show regarding updated contact information, websites, and more. Everything's changed. Holy cow. What do I mean? Everything's ready to start. I gotta run. Stick around after the show and I'll get you filled in. Welcome to this podcast. Get ready. Here we go. GOST Radio proudly presents Random Illusions, the podcast where the occult community goes for its listening pleasure. I'm your host, Shasta Ray. Grab a cup of coffee, grab a cup of tea, or grab a glass of wine at the end of a long day if that's what you want to do. Kick back, settle in, and hang out with me for just a little bit while we chat it up about magic. Hello, magical friends and magical family, and welcome to episode 22, where we are continuing our discussion Today, we are going to just jump right in with both feet as to all the many reasons why magic can fail. Why are we hitting this topic? Well, for all of you newbies out there, beginners, fledglings, maybe the curious, sometimes if I arm you with information, it will give you a fighting chance, give you something to stick in the back of your head, and you can go, oh yeah, you know, That could cause this to fail when you're structuring stuff for yourself. It'll give you a little bit higher chance for success when you start learning magic. And maybe if you've been practicing for a long time and you've had some frustrations, maybe you'll be able to identify a few things and troubleshoot for yourself too. So I hope to have something for everybody today. I kind of wrote all this out haphazardly, so... I don't think I'm going to present anything in a particular order. I view all of these things as equally as important when you're structuring your magic and when you're thinking about stuff and troubleshooting. So tuck everything in the back of your head. Try to take something out of it for yourself. You can always come back and listen to this. And, you know, if something's not working for you, this should give you at least a lot of food for thought so you can help yourself with success stories on your magical workings. So the first thing I want you to keep in mind is magic is flexible. Nothing's written in stone, and just because I mention these points does not guarantee a failure. So maybe you catch yourself doing one of these or you have in the past. It doesn't mean you're going to automatically fail a ritual and you're not going to get results because of this. There's a lot of factors that come into play when, when you have a success story, when you do a ritual and you get really good results. A lot of it's intention and that's what that boils down to. But there's a lot of things that can have an influence and it's it's good to keep everything in the back of your mind. So let's just jump in here and I, I'll try not to make it sound too scripted, but I did need to write everything down because there was a lot of content. I've been in a, a lot of magical groups on Facebook, like a whole bunch of them in and out. Some of them I'm not in anymore. Some of them went to the wayside. There's been handfuls of them over the course of the past four plus years. And I see a lot of these things over and over, no matter what the group is. Some of them are witchcraft groups, some of them not. And a lot of these tend to be recurring across the board with everyone. One of the biggest ones is lack of confidence, or you don't really put a lot of effort into something and you lose confidence immediately. I hear, I can't do that. That does not work for me. I could not get results. I never get results. Watch the self-talk. Are you talking in definites? 
When you talk in a definite like that, I can't do it. That does not work. You're reinforcing that in your psyche and you may absolutely snuff out your results before you even try that again because you've already made up your mind it does not work. Your deep psyche is not going to let it work. So try not to snuff out your results with negative self-talk or negative reinforcements when you're speaking. Try to keep an open mind. Negative self-talk is going to generate blockages. We don't want blockages. We're trying to get rid of our blockages. A big trend I also see is laziness. There's all different forms of laziness and all these different forms of laziness can sabotage you in different ways and keep you with a narrow mind. So, you know, back in the day, sometimes you couldn't find magic information. It was mail order. If you go back far enough, you would have to find secret societies and get initiated in before you could learn anything. Maybe way back, you may have had family, mother, grandmother, people that practiced some root magic, that sort of thing, nature magic, whatever, and you would have to learn from them behind closed doors in secret if they chose to share secrets with you. It's never been as easy to do magic as it is now. You can order books off of Amazon. It doesn't take much effort. Takes a little bit of time to read and get familiar with the process. They've dumbed it down. They've made it instant. They've made it totally accessible for anybody. And in a busy world, we need that, right? Sometimes we just don't have a lot of time. But you still need to dedicate a little bit of yourself to a ritual. Sometimes they have 11 days in a row that you need to do the same thing. We're talking nowadays, you can just look at an image, say a few words, focus your intention, and get on with your day. Minutes, five minutes, doesn't take much time. No props, you don't need to prep anything, you don't need to draw a great big circle on the floor or uh, gather 13 people together or plan your time that way or get everyone on board and then just hope everyone's projecting the same intention you are. Uh, you know, you don't have any of that anymore. So it perplexes me when people can't even take five minutes, 11 days in a row, five minutes, three days in a row. This is easy, simple stuff, people. You need to just keep practicing. And the more results you get, the more you acknowledge your results, the more you're going to get results. And this is a small price to pay. So don't be lazy about it. You almost don't have to do much of anything nowadays. So here again, Used to be you had to do all these things if you could find someone to teach you and then maybe that magic didn't resonate with you. Maybe you couldn't get the answers you wanted. You had to trust that you're being fed the right information. A lot of effort, a lot of tools, a lot of props. You don't even have to do that anymore. So if you catch yourself being lazy, ask yourself why. Why can't I give up five minutes for 11 days in a row or seven days in a row or 12 days, maybe even 30 days in a row for some protection rituals and stuff like that? It really isn't that hard and you can get on with your day. I see closed-mindedness snuffing out a lot of possibilities for people. Oh, well, that says that you have to do that a certain time of day. If that doesn't work for you because of a work schedule or a life schedule or something, do what resonates with you. Do that ritual at a time of day that makes sense for you. As long as it makes sense for you and you feel strongly about it, that's going to override the author's instructions to do it at a particular time of day. Sometimes we don't have that leisure, so make it work for you in cases like that. Sometimes there's been books that come out that suggest ritual prep, ways to amp up, 
ways to prepare yourself for three days before you do that ritual. People will throw a fit over that. That's a way to mentally and emotionally and psychologically prepare you for that magic. It doesn't mean that your arm is being twisted or you have to do it. It's just in your best interest. Here again, make it work for you, but don't discount magic because you don't like the prep time or suggestions on such. I've seen a lot. You know, I I tried that book. It just didn't work. You know, I knew it wasn't going to work from the beginning. Okay, well, if you knew it wasn't going to work from the beginning, you set yourself up to not get results, in which case you got results. <laughs> you got exactly what you asked for. So go into a new book with an open mind. Don't decide before you even try it that it's not going to work because it is different or it's something you're not used to. The more you have an open mind when you try new things, the more chance you stand at succeeding with that new magic. Read everything a couple of times. Take notes if you have to. Take your time working through it. Make sure that you understand everything and try it. But keep an open mind and have faith that if you follow the instructions, it's going to work. When you decide before you even try it that you just don't like that method, so it's not going to work, it just doesn't make sense to you, that's when you really shut yourself off to trying new things. It's when you shut yourself off to receiving results. A lot of these are just nothing more, nothing less than a product of laziness. So try not to be lazy. Keep an open mind. Have a willingness to try what a book says. Sometimes the magic that has a small amount of effort or a little bit of structure to it can be some of the most impacting and incredibly powerful magic I've ever tried. So just give it a give it a thought. Give a book a little bit of time. Get used to the magic. Make sure you understand it. And you may want to try a new book. You don't have to stay exclusive to a book for a month or two to work with it. Maybe you can overlap it with some other stuff you're doing in other areas and just put a focus on a book and just really make time in your life to try those methods and give it a little bit of effort. Give it a little bit of, if especially if it's new, it could take a little bit for you to get used to it, get into the swing of it, open your mind to it, understand it properly. Also, take a look at what you're requesting. Are you asking for something enormous and you're just going in with the end result, but maybe this is an issue that you need to take baby steps with it and start at the beginning? Sometimes your approach will kill you. Like you do it just for the end result and you want that end result to manifest, but you've got a whole lot of prep and you've got a whole lot of steps to get to that end result that might take a couple years. Maybe this is something you need to go to school for or climb the ranks in your existing job for, or maybe it's something that is involved with your shadow work that's going to take a while to unwedge some of these blockages or make changes to your psyche on something that's been a lifelong problem. It might not be overnight and you may have to take smaller baby steps to accomplish the big picture goal. So sometimes a little bit of planning and a little bit of forethought is in order. And sometimes your approach, you need to structure your magic, you need to structure your approach, and you need to do things in an order that makes sense in order to hit that big end result goal. Sometimes it's our unwillingness to plan and our unwillingness to think in terms of baby steps, and that will sabotage us. I've seen just kind of an ongoing trend in society. People don't have hobbies like they used to. A lot of people do, but a lot of people don't. And for some reason, people think that if they try something once and they fail at it, they're not good at it right out of the box, they can't do it and they give up. 
they get frustrated. They don't realize there's a learning curve. You have to teach your body. You have to teach muscle memory. So for something like learning music or learning how to draw or learning a sport, that takes time. It takes repetition. It takes effort. It takes focus. Sometimes your body has to catch up the muscles, the muscle memory, the learning that way, strengthening. Sometimes your mind needs to grasp a process that needs to learn things in steps. So magic's really no different. You're not going to crack open a book and be an expert in every magic there is and get perfect results the first time not knowing anything about it. You're going to have to learn what works for you how to get your mind in the right place when you're doing magic. Maybe you have to get yourself in an emotional state that works better for you, that sort of thing. There's all different factors, and all of us are individuals. We're all different. What works for one person may not work for the next. There is a learning curve. Give yourself time. A lot of times when we first start out practicing magic, we get very weak results. If you're not recognizing results, you can close yourself off. Sometimes there's blockages. There's all different kinds of things. The more you practice, the better you're going to get at it. The more you're going to see results, the more you're going to open yourself up to receiving. There's all different kinds of ways to approach this. So you, you just have to play around. You have to see what works. Here's a, here's a whammy for you. Ego. Ego can kill results. I've even heard people, and more than once, I've heard this off and on for years in the magic groups and stuff. I tried that. I tried working with this spirit. I tried working with that spirit. They don't like me. I can't work with that particular group of spirits. They don't like me. That's ego right there. If you really think that you didn't get results because the spirits don't like you, that's some shadow work right there you might want to dig into and see what's going on because it just doesn't work with like that. They're not human. They don't have preferences that way. If you can get the attention of the right kind of spirit and pose your request right, and there's no blockages, there's no contradictions, it's not so grandiose with no ways of manifesting that you make it impossible, as long as you have a lot of things in check and a lot of things in place, the chances of results are high. But spirits aren't going to ignore you or your magic's going to fail because they don't like you. It just isn't a thing. It's not going to happen. Get over yourself with that. It's just simply not a matter of being liked or not. Negative attitudes are going to kill magic in other ways. Like if you go into it, as I mentioned, uh, knowing a book's not going to work for you, you just don't like this method or it's too weird or something, you have a negative attitude that can snuff out your results. But also if you go into magic, especially when you're first starting, well, I'm just going to do this to prove that this doesn't work or prove that magic is crap. Well, you're probably going to actually get that result, which means you did get results. But if you're going to go into a, a ritual just to see if it works, a lot of times that's not going to pan out because you don't have a real need. You don't have a belief for a real need. You're not projecting intention properly because of that. If you're just picking something out of a book just to see if it works, it's probably not going to work. When you start working with angels, and I've found this to be true more often than not, especially with angels, but a lot of times if you pose a request for something that's not in your best interest or could hurt you, a lot of times it just won't happen for you. And you'll always know when that's the case. 
you look at the situation and you'll go, yeah, it's best I didn't get results when I did that particular ritual. Yeah, that was a situation I'm glad it didn't manifest. You can always tell when that's the case. So there will be times that maybe you're going to ask for something and it's just not in your best interest. You won't get a result. It's going to get shut down on you. A lot of times we refuse to acknowledge results. We say, oh, that was too simplistic. That couldn't have been the magic. Oh, it happened too quick. It couldn't have been the magic. If you do a ritual for something and whether you get a result five minutes later or that day or that week, and it just seems mundane, it seems too easy, it flowed into your life and you go, no, it couldn't have been the magic. That was way too easy. That was probably the magic and you're denying it and you're saying, nope, that wasn't it. Eventually you're going to shut your brain down. You're going to have a conflict you're going to close doors and maybe you'll still get results. But the more you deny that it was actually you that did it, that works on your confidence levels, that works on your psyche. Just try to avoid that when you do get results, no matter whether it seems impossible or too crazy to be true or anything. Celebrate it. Thank the universe. Thank those spirits. Have gratitude that you got the results. Even if it seems too weird to be true, put your head in that place where you're very grateful no matter what it is, no matter how big, how small. Sometimes we forget to be grateful, we get results, and it's just not what we're after. Still be grateful, still celebrate those results. You don't have to act on those results. Sometimes our situation changes from the time we do a ritual till the time we get results, and those results just don't apply anymore. Celebrate them. Thank whatever spirits you asked for those results. Acknowledge that you got them and be very grateful and humble. It doesn't mean you have to act on it, and you can do another ritual to get what it is that you're still going for if it didn't work for some reason. One final thought, and then I think we're just going to call it quits for this week, and we'll come back at it for part three next week, especially if you're just starting out and you're in different magic groups, especially online where there's discussions and this and that going on. Whatever you do, Don't compare your magical journey and your magical path and your magical approach with anyone else's. Don't listen to other people and compare yourself. What works for you one way may not work for a person the other way. Everyone's path is their own path and everything happens for a reason at their own rate of uh, movement. One of the biggest things is don't listen to other people as far as where their magical journey is and compare yourself to them. We're all different. We all have different ways of thinking. We all have different ways of perceiving things. And we all have different ways of approaching our magical practice. So don't compare yourselves to others too much. You can get in discussions and you can ask questions and you can learn from others. You can teach others, but try not to compare yourself to others. It's a good way to get into mental games that you just don't want to enter into and get down on yourself and down on your own practice. If you're not careful, it can lead to negative things that just don't serve you well. So try to avoid that. Only compare yourself to yourself. Keep a journal. Keep your eyes peeled practice in a way that's right for you. Sometimes people get down on themselves because they kind of hit a blank wall. You know, it's like, well, I don't know what to practice magic for. There's going to be days that, or even weeks, that you just don't have a need to practice magic. Don't get down on yourself about that either. Do what's right for you. 
And if you don't have anything pressing that you have to do any magic for, that's when you should be working on some of your shadow work and your self-work and all that. The more blockages that you can clear out of your life and the more of the self-work you can get taken care of, get your life where you want it, get you where you need to be, keep being your best you, that's going to help with those blockages and those negative thinking patterns and whatever it is that can hold you back. The more you work on that stuff, the more successes you're going to have, the more you're going to not see magic failures. And here again, don't compare yourself to others. That can be something that can really hinder if you get too competitive with other people. It's very easy to do. So don't compare your magical journey with anyone else's. Stay engaged with other people. And here again, keep learning. It's okay to ask questions. Just don't let it be a competition because that can be very unhealthy and that can lead to blockages with magic as well. I've seen it happen. So I guess that's really all I've got for today. I hope some of this makes sense. I know I kind of jumped around a lot. When I started writing all these notes, I just had so many ideas. I just started jotting them down in the order they entered my head, and I pretty much got everything written down I wanted. I just don't know if I got it in the best possible order. At any rate, I hope I provided a little bit of food for thought, stuff to think about, stuff that might help you with future successes, and to reduce the amount of frustrations and failures you have. Also, don't forget, this is kind of the the very last thing that I'm not sure I mentioned, is sometimes we think we had a failed ritual or we didn't get results with the ritual when in fact it just hasn't manifested yet. Make sure you also keep a lot of patience in the equation. Give things time to manifest. Give things time to happen. I'm a big believer in all things happen at the best possible time for the best possible results. Sometimes we want things right now that goes back to that microwave mentality, that McDonald's society, everything has to be now, now, now. We we forget to have patience. Good things come to those who wait. And here again, everything's going to manifest at the best possible time for the best possible outcome. And it's also going to take the path of least resistance. Sometimes that path of least resistance may take just a little bit longer. And that's okay. Give yourself time. It's not a race. And enjoy those results when you get them. Celebrate them. And that's going to open you up for more victories with your magic. And once you start doing that, things will just continue to fall into place for you. Like I said, some of those synchronicities start happening more and more the further you get into your magical journey. And it's a beautiful thing. Have fun with it. Keep your patience. Don't get frustrated. And if you do have some failures along the way, learn from them and try again. All right. Don't get frustrated. All right. I'm going to catch you next week. And until then, keep a smile on your face. Keep a bounce in your step. Keep practicing your magic. Don't be lazy. Do your work in the mundane world. Have fun with it. And I will catch you next week when we go over realistic expectations for magic in the real world. All right. See you then. Bye-bye. Thanks for sticking around after the show. Oh my gosh, so many changes and so many things to tell all of you about. We are officially in rerun mode. What does that mean for you? 
Well, hey, if you listen on your favorite podcast app, nothing is going to change. You will always be able to go back and listen to your favorite episodes and guest spots anytime you want, just as you always have. Again, nothing will change for those of you that use your favorite podcast app. Next, the website will change a little bit. It will change to www.podpage.com slash random dash illusions, or you can listen directly off the host site, www.randomillusions.buzzsprout.com. Links are now in every episode show notes. Check it out. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash GOST radio, twitter.com slash GOST radio. If you love YouTube, don't forget to subscribe to the Random Illusions podcast YouTube channel, the GOST radio YouTube channel, and TikTok. Don't forget to follow us there. Links are down in the show notes. Exclusively for the listener base of Random Illusions, Tim and I are going to continue our coffee.com divinations. Just let us know if you want a rune reading by Tim or a tarot reading by Shasta and what your question is. Give us about two business days and we will respond with a thorough answer to your question, giving you some insight and maybe a little inspiration as well. If you would like to follow Tim and I as we jump into our new leadership roles and all of the new projects we are presenting and working on, don't forget to hit us up. Facebook, privately, Tim Cheesebrow, Shasta Michaels, Random Illusions, or just shoot us an email at magic, M-A-G-I-C-K, at randomillusions.com. And we will send you links as to where you can keep tabs on all of our future endeavors and adventures. And hey, you may want to get involved yourself. You never know. All right. Keep your eyes and ears peeled. We will be announcing when we will be back. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.